Welcome to the Black Contractors Network Podcast, where we'll be discussing hot topics around construction, being a general contractor, how to get started, and everything in between. And everything in between. Your host has over 20 years plus of construction experience. Here he is, Richard W. Johnson. Made in the U.S. of A. Welcome to the Black Contractors Network. There are many honest Hardworking people working every day who want nothing more than to provide for their families. But in today's society, that living wage is just not possible. Middle class wages have been stagnant for over 13 years and it doesn't appear like they'll be heading back up anytime soon. Billions of American families are living on the edge, increasingly suffering from volatile incomes, unstable jobs, and low wealth. Many American families are financially insecure. Job growth remains slow and a growing number of jobs are unstable which means people are vulnerable to layoffs or cutting work hours that result in lost wages. Alongside increasing anxiety about their jobs, people also have to worry more and more about being ill-prepared for an unexpected negative occurrence. Families who are more likely to see possible decline in their incomes are also the ones who have substantially less wealth to cover an emergency, let alone entertain the thought of getting ahead. People without a college degree and communities of color especially struggle with the dual challenge of present-day insecurities such as losses of income due to layoffs and cuts in hours, and an uncertain future due to little to no savings. On today's episode, we will be discussing the working class in America. What happened to it? It's a topic that Democrats and Republicans agree on very little. The middle class is shrinking. Since the 1970s, politicians have moved away from policies that address income inequality, targeted job creation, and social spending. Instead, tax cuts for corporations have become priority as well as harsh sentencing laws for minor offenses as part of a war on drugs. This system is clearly not effective at addressing issues of poverty and racialized communities continue to face poor employment opportunities and under-resourced for schools as skyrocketing causing high school dropout rates. Wages have been stagnant for decades. The cost of living rises at a pace out of proportion to pay raises. It seems that this epidemic is prevalent in all corners of America whether it's the Rust Belt or the flyover states or a small town farm community. What's different now than ever before is the gap between the haves and the have-nots is wider than ever before. Lately, all I see on TV is how the rich are getting richer. The rich cannot stop getting richer. They have the power, they have the money, and they have just about everything else. And how the poor just can't seem to get a break. Between Forbes magazine's richest people on earth issue and the constant barrage of advertisements during my favorite shows promoting this guru or that mogul's latest richest field seminar, it feels like I'm living in a society where wealth is synonymous with success. Who doesn't want to be rich, right? The easy answer would be for me to accept the blind materialism that so often seems to be propagated by both the media and our culture as a whole. But for now, I'm opting for objectivity. Many say the middle class is disappearing. The middle class is dead. Long live the middle class. It was nice knowing you. Are we better or worse off than our great-grandparents? Are facts accurately reported by mainstream media or is it all just political ranting? Is the working class the backbone of America? Will they ever rise again or are they gone forever? For decades, many Americans worked as middle-class citizens. They had good-paying jobs and benefits. This was also true for their children who also landed stable jobs when they left college. That's not the career reality today. In most of our minds, we see the American dream like this. A single mom working two jobs trying to make ends meet while bringing up two or three kids in a broken home. That's what we call the working class. Is this really the best America can do for its people? Let's look at some stats and what's happened to the working class in America in recent decades. While it is easy to think about the different classes in a society, 
We rarely take the time to look at those people who make up the majority of the population. Today, we're going to talk about a class that has been hit hard by wage stagnation and decreasing union power. We're going to talk about the American working class. The working class is the largest segment of the population. It includes blue-collar workers, white-collar workers, and those who are not white or male. In fact, there are more women in the American workforce than at any other time in history. In fact, women make up nearly half of the U.S. labor force and almost 40% of small businesses are owned by women with most being sole proprietorships. This means that they are working harder than ever before, but not getting paid as much as men for doing so. Real wages are down since the 1970s. If you're a member of the working class, it's easy to feel like you're working harder for less. Real wages are lower now than they were in the 1970s when your average Joe was making more money than ever before. This isn't just a matter of opinion, it's backed up by data. Inflation adjusted wage growth has been flat since the 1970s, while productivity and corporate profits have both risen sharply. The result is that your average American worker has less buying power today than they did 40 years ago. And that doesn't even count rising prices on things like healthcare and housing which have increased at rates above inflation. Unions were stronger in the 1970s, but not strong enough to help the working class. As the union membership rate declined over the next four decades, workers' power to negotiate with employers waned as well. In 1977, 71% of all wage and salary workers were union members. By 2017, that number had fallen to 10.7%. This means that there are many more people working without any collective bargaining rights at their jobs and fewer protections against unfair treatment by their employers. Unions have also become less powerful over time due to legislation which has made it harder for them to organize new members or negotiate contracts with employers in ways that benefit workers more generally such as requiring companies to hire from a pool of applicants rather than hiring whoever they want. Union membership may be declining but the need for unions remains strong today as much as it ever has been and we're still struggling with how exactly we should go about addressing this need given how much more difficult it is now compared with even just a few decades ago. Support for the working class varies across party lines and across regions. In general, Democrats support unions more than Republicans do, and in general they are also more supportive of raising the minimum wage. Most importantly perhaps, in terms of this podcast purposes, Democrats are more likely than Republicans to believe that most Americans should be able to afford a middle-class lifestyle on a single paycheck. In addition to these differences between the parties and within them, there are also significant regional variation in attitudes towards labor unions. Union support is higher in urban areas than it is in rural ones. Westerners tend not to share their neighbors' enthusiasm for collective bargaining rights, and Southerners report less favorable views toward unions than those living elsewhere though things have been changing quickly. This is an important segment of the population, one that is dominated by negative trends. The working class, which includes non-unionized blue-collar workers and unionized white-collar workers, makes up about half of all Americans. In 1960, it was close to two-thirds. The wages of the median worker, meaning half make more, half make less, have fallen since 1980 after adjusting for inflation. This is especially true for men without college degrees. Their real wages are down 19% from 1973 to 2013, while income in the past used to rise together for all Americans. Now they are rising with more certainty for the wealthiest Americans. This is no surprise to anyone who has been following the news. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics made it official with its 2014 report that pay for America's top earning 1% has soared since 2009, while pay for the rest of us has stagnated. There is a lot of talk about what this means for America, 
and how to fix our growing wealth gap. But there is less talk about how this could be affecting our job market. The working class is a key segment of the U.S. population, and Americans need to be aware of its struggles. The bottom line is that families who are more likely to see a drop in income because of the current labor market challenges, especially those without a college degree in communities of color, will also be the ones who end up with less wealth and will have a harder time getting ahead. In today's world, the working class is often frowned upon by the upper classes. This is evident in how the rich and poor are treated. The rich are labeled as accomplished, intelligent risk takers who help make society flourish. And even though many of them were born into their wealth, they earned it through their intelligence and hard work. The poor, on the other hand, are labeled as lazy, unintelligent bums who only want to reach the top without putting in the effort that it takes to get there. They never try to succeed because they don't have what it takes mentally or physically to do so. Isn't that some bullshit? That is what you hear when you listen to the media. Nice talking point there, buddy. Our people simply going to continue to be ignored as they slide further down and until they hit rock bottom. Until they become homeless or dead. And then society will turn its back on you. But what the hell do I know? I am just a black man living in America. Alright, wrap it up, wrap it up. Hit the subscribe and notification button so you'll get notified whenever I drop new episodes. That's it for this episode. See you next time. Remember, unity and teamwork is the key to success. Thank you for listening to the Black Contractors Network. Make sure to like, rate, and review. See you next time. Be safe out there and take care of each other.